Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 97.1 The Freak in DFW. 7 to 11 a.m. You can also listen on the iHeartRadio app if you're outside the listening area. This is Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver of everything. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. And we are here to talk Cowboys, including the draft, and we are presented by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your, oh, I don't know, basketball info, stats, news, and scores, all the sports. But you got playoff basketball, playoff hockey going on, latest odds, lines player reports they got you covered it's bet online your sports information headquarters this season they got you covered all sports wagering needs basketball baseball nhl hockey ufc boxing whatever they're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info including live betting options your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on that action be sure to use our promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts bet on the dallas stars Jesse Howie, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm here. I'm here. I hadn't trimmed my dog's nails in a really long time, and she's old, so she also doesn't really go on walks anymore, and I got turf in the backyard, so mm-hmm. she doesn't have anything to file them down naturally. So I was terrified I was going to cut her whole paw off doing the nails. I was afraid I was going to hurt something. Yeah. But we're making progress. See, that's how I am with, 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 with Bones. Bones is 11 and a half years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Bad back, bad, bad legs, so can't take him on the walks. So he's a, primarily a house dog, so he's not getting the paws scratched on the watch collar. So over time, um, you know, it's just stopped. It's like growing into his paws a little bit, so it's really hard to cut him. So you kind of just let him be. Yeah, well, it was terrifying for me. Mine, they got to, wee, like, they got really, really long. Yeah. I got wood in the house, so when I'm trying to go to sleep, she stands up and walks, and it's yeah. da 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 Right, I have the same thing. But so what, I, what I've done now is I've just locked Mumber in the master, I mean, locked Bones in the master bedroom. Like, you just can't come out. Like, <laughs> like you're in there with me. You're just, you're just stuck in there. There's, like, a little bed in there. You're just stuck in there now. You don't have free room of the house anymore because of that very same reason. It's like, it sounds like Wolverine is breaking in the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's your dog talk to start believing the Dallas Cowboys. If you yes. have a dog, you can relate maybe. And if you don't, sorry, but thanks for fighting through. We're, lo- uh, we're dog lovers here. We're dog lovers here. We will not we will not apologize about it. We are dog I'm getting lovers a th- in this show. I'm, I'm getting a third one on Saturday. Really? Yeah. We're, we're different dog lovers. Like you're you're more of the hey, I'm heading down to the pound. I'm gonna pick up two strays, <laughs> bring them back to the crib, see how this thing works out. I'm on the opposite end of it. I'm more like, hey, I'm going to like a really good breeder. I'm going to drop a couple thousand dollars. They're going to be purebred with papers. And yeah, well, we're, we're both dog lovers and we treat our dogs with the absolute utmost respect and they have the best lives ever. Just how we get them are very different. Yeah. Well, my two and a half year old needs to stop bothering my 14 year old. She's just like, <laughs> leave me the hell alone. So I'm going to get a young pup and let those two deal with each other while the old one gets left the hell alone like she wants. Yeah. Um, okay. So the NFL draft is one week away. And all Jesse cares about is his sexy flexi. And I actually, flexi sexy, sexy flexi, flexi sexy. I actually did an entire video yesterday trying to get you a flexi sexy. Mm. Uh, because I was talking about uh, Michael Mayer, the Notre Dame tight end, yeah. and how I don't want him at 26. 
And like, he's great. He's a five-star recruit, three-year starter, popping out as a junior, young, really good player. But I did a real little research project of the athletic profiles of all the best tight ends in football. And all of them were elite athletes mm -hmm. at the combine. And he is not. Yeah. And all the other top six tight ends in this class were. So yeah. like, I think Michael Mayer is going to be a good player and whoever has him is going to have their starting tight end for five years. If they pick him in the first round and I'm not trying to kill the guy, but I would rather pick a tight end later in a draft. And I would rather use that pick also on a dude that fits the same athletic profile as the flexi, sexy, flexi, sexy, flexi, flexi, sexy. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. And if there's one tight end that I have not been high on, and I'm trust me, I'm not getting into the draft thing. That's not my wheelhouse about evaluating players. But just looking at a player, I've never like lusted over Michael. Like, I've never, I've like, he's one of the guys I'm like, oh yeah, he's a good player. You know, he's really productive at Notre Dame, but he isn't the guy that I look at and go, this is the flexy sexy that I need. Like, he just, no. he just isn't. I'm, he just is not that to me. Um, and to your point, when you look at those tight ends nowadays who have that ability to be truly flexy sexies, they have that athletic component to them. They have the background to it. They have the pedigree to it. And I don't want to make it seem as if there's an easy transition, but like if you have that ability to have that, that I don't even, I don't know what word I use for this, but this. Wiggle. If you got this, right? You got, you got a little bit of this in your system right here, you know, if your shoulders just, yeah, you got, there you go. Just, if you're watching this video, you think that you got a little flexy, sexy, just do this. If this is hard for you to do and it doesn't come natural, then you're not the guy or gal that we're talking about. But if this, it can just comes off your shoulders like this a little bit. You just feel mm -hmm. that then you're the guy that we're talking about. And I, don't, I, I don't, think you, I think you want Sam Laporta out of Iowa. I think that's who you want. Maybe Dalton Kincaid, but um, he's a liability as a blocker, and I don't know how often they're going to line him up I in line. I tell you, I don't care about blocking. That Those days are done, bro. I mo yeah, I mean, I blocking is an afterthought for me, but I also know that the Cowboys are going to put your damn hand in the dirt and run the ball 25 times, and if my tight end gets his ass whipped every play, my play is dead. So I need you to at least be ish. Yeah, but here's a, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal, right? There's no law. There's no law that has been or rule that has been implemented in the National Football League where you cannot have multiple titans on the football field. There's no law. There's no rule for that. So this is what you're truly trying to do. Mike, you want to get creative? Start mixing this thing up with two tight end sets when you want to run and just throw mixed direction to certain things. Like there's ways to get around not having a tight end put his hand in the dirt and be a primarily a blocker. And, at the, and honestly, blocking – I don't want to cheat my good offensive lineman, and I don't. I don't want Duke uh, Manyweather to scream at me. Don't you tell um, me it's all want to. It, it's a lot of want to, brother. You have I'm, to be I'm, able to. I'm telling you, if you're in the National Football League, you're able. You are. You are an able being person to do it. You have to want to do it. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to want to. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be a Hall of Fame blocker. Those guys are special. But blocking, a lot of it has to do with – blocking and tackling is a lot of want to. And I realized that when I became – when I got kicked out of the league the first time because I wasn't too keen on special teams, blocking guys on punt and kickoff return, or 
you know, and, and then having to go tackle guys. When you, when, you, when, you, when you have to go work security from 11 at night to 7 in the morning and then work from T-Mobile from 10 to 3 and they let you back in the league, you go, who do you want me to block? Him? I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll scratch, hold, claw, bite, gnaw. I'll do whatever it is. Who do you want me to go tackle? Okay. I'm, I, I, what I, I have to bust a wedge? I'll do it. So it's a, I'm telling you, it's, it's, there is some skill to it. And you can learn foot placement, hand placement. That's, that's a lot of the offensive line stuff. But as long as you're not like nosedive, lunging forward for a block, dude, you can get in front of a guy. Like you can get in front of a guy, pester him. You have the strength and the ability. Blocking a lot of it is want to. The technique, yes, can come later. But I have to want to block the man in front of me. So we'll get back to the draft in just a second, but Jesse mentioned something before we went on the air. He's like, if we even talked about Jalen Hurts getting paid and Dak Prescott, and I was like, no, not really. But I mean, I think it's pretty basic, right? Jalen Hurts is now the highest paid player in the history of the NFL on a per year basis, which means whoever signs next is going to get more. It's going to be Burrow or Herbert. And then Lamar Jackson's in that mix. And when you extend Dak, get ready, get your 55 million ready. Right? I mean, that's that's the Dak loved that Hurts got that deal. Loved it. Because it's just the quarterback market. If you exist in the sphere of the top eight guys, congrats. When you're next, you get more than that guy. Jalen Hurts makes more than Pat Mahomes. But, but now here comes here comes the messy Jesse, right? We have flexy sexy, now we got messy Jesse. Because you have to ask the question to yourself. Do the cowboy all right? Let me ask. It's a two-part question. Do the Cowboys extend Dak Prescott? Hmm. Probably. Two, when do the Cowboys extend Dak Prescott? Because, like, you, like the Cowboys, in the last couple contracts, when it comes to their star players, hadn't really won. They, they, they're, they're like 0 for 3. Right? No, they get their asses kicked. Tank they, kicked they, their they, ass. They, they kicked their ass. And Dak's already spanked them one time. Right, you you gambled on Dak the first time when you could have got him for about twenty eight million dollars, and you gambled and you gambled and you gambled, and it cost you about twelve to fifteen thousand, fifteen million dollars more than what you could have paid him the first time around, around twenty five, twenty eight, cost you forty plus. Okay, now you talk about a guy in Dak who's entering his eighth year, ninth year, with very little playoff success. Some really good regular season success. You have a coach who's kind of on a one-year deal. You have a you have a you have a team that is on the cusp of either we're going to transition to the next phase of what we're going to do and start over, or we're going to try to go all in and push for uh you know deep playoff run. But then you have to ask yourself, but if I gamble again and I wait. I now have I now put myself in a position where Lamar, Herbert, Burrow all get new deals. And those all will be the probably deals. the next guy's gonna get 52 million, then it'll be 53 or 54, and then it'll be 55, and that's the way it's gonna go. Or do you go ahead and just say, you know what? Let me jump in this thing now before Lamar, Herbert, and Burrow get their deals, and let me get on the tail end of this uh um Hurts deal and try to figure out that way there. And then we're stuck with a quarterback who may not, who may have hit a ceiling. We don't know, but who may have hit a ceiling and we, we may have gotten all that we're going to get from him in a sense of quarterback play. 
Yeah, and I think the challenge for NFL teams is when you have a good quarterback, the unknown of quarterback is terrifying and sucks, and you want no, absolutely no part of it whatsoever. Um, and the Cowboys want to be relevant. And with Dak, you'll always be good enough to at least be relevant, but that'll be $51.1 million as cool. of today. It'll be a dollar more than Jalen Hurts, I bet. Cool. Him and his agent, or if not, you're like, why are you calling me? We'll just keep playing football. Uh, they'll have to do it this offseason or next because the other part is they love to play games with this stuff. Jalen Hurts makes $50 million a year. He does not count $50 million this year, right. next year, the next year, or the next year. I'll give next two, 80 and 80. 2023, Jalen Hurts, 6.153. Yep. 2024, 13.5. 2025, 21.7. 2026, 31.7. Those are all Jalen Hurts' numbers against the cap. And then they'll be 82 and 79 the next two years. Yeah, but those we all know that those numbers don't count. Like, problem is, he's got 175 million guaranteed, and you haven't accounted for it until you get through one of those 80 million dollar years. So, yeah. like, they'll, they're going to hope that he's good and they can get towards the end of it and extend him again and keep moving money around and just keep pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. And as long as he never gets hurt or sucks, that'll be okay. But there will be one year where they're gonna go, oh crap, and be like, all right, we owe eighty million dollars for a guy that's not here. Um, but that, that's the advantage, and the Cowboys do it, just not as much as the Eagles. But if they extended Dak, it would be because they actually want to bring his number down. Mm-hmm. Because the way you account for it would be, well, he just got cheaper in theory, not in his pockets, but on our accounting for the next three years, and then it goes bang bang. Yeah, um, I mean, because next year he's due sixty million dollars. Yep. And they won't want that number. So he'll be extended either this offseason or next offseason. Right. Uh, Because if he's not, actually, if he's, yeah, if he's not extended and you get to the point where you're going to exist at that number, then, I mean, I don't think they would extend him at all after that. Like, if you've already eaten the number, part of the reason to extend him is to not eat that number. (laughs) And so we'll see. Well, Good news for the NFL draft as I was going through a bunch of crap on the Cowboys is thinking about a bunch of the premier positions. They're okay. Um, like I'm thinking about wide receiver. You're good to go this year. In theory, corner, you're good to go this year. In theory, mm-hmm. secondary, good to go. Um, pass rushers, good to go. Quarterback, good to go. Most of the important positions, you're good to go, and you can really line this thing up and pick the best players out there, except for the fact that people do get hurt. Like I want an outside corner, and that's what I wonder about because I would go through all the mock drafts, and it's like that the Cowboys took a running back and then a tight end and then a linebacker, and I'm like, you took the three least valuable positions in football. <laughs> um, but if it's, you know, if you're – that's part of the balance of this thing, I think, is – how confident am I that this guy is going to be awesome versus how valuable is his position? Do I want to take a guy that I'm pretty damn sure is going to be a good tight end? Or do I want to take a shot on a wide receiver or a corner? Cause they play a $25 million position. And I, I do still need a receiver. You're thinking about tight ends. You also don't have to put tight ends on the field. If you don't want to, there's no rule about that. You just play with wide receivers. Uh, and I support that. I'm trying to get one. I'm trying to get a wide receiver. I'm trying to trade down. I'm trying to get out of 26. Wide receiver debate because I think we're we're both in agreement that former wide receivers we love wide receivers and I'm with you. You never have to put a tight end on the field if you don't want to. But this quarterback needs a tight end. Dak Prescott thrives with having a tight end on the football field. Yeah, I guess even when 
Because when he had a slot guy that was a quick separator, he wore Cole Beasley out. You can do it that way instead of with a giant dude in the middle. You can do it with a tiny dude that gives me a window, but he was using Witten at the same time. So that's fair. He, he likes to throw to Dalton Schultz. You just made, you said something that's going to take me to my point. With the next, with the receivers, where are you? Because I, I think we're different in this. Where are you with the size? Uh, I don't want, I don't care about big receivers at all. I don't care. I, the only reason that I think Quentin Johnston could get picked at number 26 is because he's bigger than the other guys. He doesn't play bigger than them. I, I, I care how you play. And I would rather for this team and for probably any team, I think separation is king. Size is not king. Separation is king. I want Jordan Addison or Jackson Smith and Jigba. I want the dudes who run routes and create separation over the guys. And you're going to make me go down this road that I always, it feels like there's two guys that I end up bashing that I don't mean to. And it means the Cowboys are going to pick one of them and they'll be good and I'll be stupid. But like Quentin Johnson is the one wide receiver in this class that I'm the most unsure of. He's over six threes, over 200 pounds. You know what he doesn't do? Big guy stuff. He does not win up high. He's a little bit of a body catcher. He's more of an after catch and a deep threat who just ran a four, five, six. And I'm like, I watched him play. He's really good. He belongs being picked between 20 and 40, but they're going to pick him. And I'm be like, God, they picked a big guy who doesn't really win in big ways. And the ways that he did win his running in a straight line with a stopwatch on him said that might not work. He's the guy that worries me. The little guys don't worry me. Josh Downs is going to be a good NFL player. He's going to get open. Zay Flowers is going to get open. Jordan Addison is going to get open. Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to get open. Pick one of them at 20. Pick, jo pick Josh Downs at 26. Most people are going to tell you he's the 40th or 50th best player in this draft class. He is a starting NFL slot that separates. That works. I'll do it. Why? You like big people? I mean, I think because we're talking about believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I do think a big receiver is necessary in this offense. I think you have what you're saying you already have. And don't get me wrong, Josh Dallas, he's a Tar Heel. You know I'm always, always, always. And I'm surprised you're hating on him so hard. I'm not hating on him. But what I'm saying is you already have Brandon Cooks and you already have a C.D. Lamb who is now entering the prime years of his receiving abilities. And I think those two guys give you the short burst, intermediate separation that you need. I, th I think, again, because I'm always thinking about what does this offense and this quarterback need? What, what, what do they strive in? What gives them the best ability to be successful at what they do? And, of course, open guys are always the best for quarterbacks, right? If you get open, I don't care if you're big, small, tall, fat, whatever. If you're open, quarterbacks should find you. But again, I'm just thinking about what I've seen with this offense and this quarterback over the years and what has helped have its most success. And, and I just have a feeling these, these, the Addisons of the world and the Zay Flowers of the world and the Jock Downs of the world, while they are exceptionally good athletes, super fast twitch, super separators, they small and they tiny. And I, I just feel like those dudes are a little bit fragile and if I'm if I'm taking 26, uh, 26 to me is a piece that should be should be a added piece to this project that's going to give it significant return right now. 
I don't look at it as a, as a long-term project like that. I, I, in that scenario, I wonder if you even want a wide receiver because are they going to really have a rookie just go take Gallup's job out of the gate? Maybe. I, I mean, I mean, contract aside, there's a lot of question marks that's going to be that's going to be out there for Michael Gallup this season. There's going to sure. be a ton. When we when we get to this whole when when the when the ball gets flying around at OTAs and minicamp stuff like that, there's going to be a lot of eyes on one three. People are going to see, is this – are we are we going to see what we saw last year or are we going to get a return of the guy that we saw before the knee injury? And to all accounts, remember, now, I wasn't on this train, but there were a ton of people who was on the Dennis Houston train last year. There were a ton of people who were on the uh, – <laughs> there were a ton of people who were who were on the, the Jalen Tobert train last year. And uh, it was another guy that I'm forgetting. That they were all just talking about how these guys are just going to be – you know, Simi. yes, uh, Simi. No, that's because we were at camp and they didn't have any good receivers. And so it was like, who actually caught a ball today? And the answer was always Simi or Houston. But I knew from like two days in, it was like, holy crap, Jalen Tolbert can't get on the field. This thing's a train wreck. Yeah. He can't get on the field over that undrafted free agent and that special teamer. Oh God. The, our blocking wide receivers, our number two receiver. Oh my God. Mm. It, it was never going to be good. I'm going to tell you two names. These are going to be your guys. And I like him too, but these are going to be your guys. Cedric Tillman, Tennessee, yes. and Jonathan Mingo, Ole Miss. Those are going to be mm. your guys. Those are your six foot two or better. Mingo's 225 pounds. He's also an A plus athlete. Uh, those are your big guys that can separate a little bit, can run well enough, uh, and are big boys that will go get your football. So you want Cedric Tillman and Jonathan Mingo. Get it? Got I it. I like Mingo. I like Mingo. I, I've watched him. I, I like I like like a player like that. That's a guy that I wouldn't mind. I'm not saying I have to get him at 26, but we're talking about our receivers. I'm just saying. And no, yeah, I'm not saying 26 either. I'm saying you want those at, I mean, in a perfect world, 90, but probably more likely at 58 or yeah. moving around. Those are your big boy receivers that you like. Look at that. We accomplished some stuff today. I, I, I had my doubts. This was presented to you by Bet Online. Jesse, have a great day. You do the same. All right. Remember, everybody, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. We're brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.